can't believe this has happened. I can't. Yo, Adrian! I did it! Hello and thank you for listening to episode 194 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave and this is the Decade of Decadence show for September 2019. And so of course I am joined by my fellow co-host. And he is the man, and it's getting closer, who will once again be sat next to me in four weeks time, did we say? Yep. Oof. Oh, back, back in the saddle. In, in more ways than one. That's what you're calling your lap these days. That's it. <laughs> oh, how I missed you putting that bridle into me again. <laughs> uh, hello. 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 Um, we're here. It's it's Stallone month, mate. People yeah. have already had Frank in their ears from our remastered show earlier in the month. Yep, it is. Stallone month has continued. It's a god. It's, it's just been everywhere. Yeah. He's been everywhere. It's been, it's, you know, I've been eating Italian wow. sausage just to keep in, you know, in the theme of things. Uh, yeah, you know, what more can you do for Stallone month? Well, <laughs> indeed. I don't know. Why, <laughs> there's take, so many jokes I could make about I that. We could take some HGH. I don't know. We could, um, I, yeah. But anyway, plenty of Stallone chat in this episode. And. Oh. Yeah, even going into the movies, of course. Yes, yes. And well, to be fair, Dave, I think everyone wants to just everyone wants to know, everyone wants to hear all about it. So I think we should just get immediately cracking on your big day. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if it was that. Yeah. Passable day. You know. Yeah, it was a bad man. Yeah, it's a Weather was all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had a nice meal. Food was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. It's uh, well as we record, it'll be two weeks tomorrow. I can't believe it's been two weeks already. Isn't that crazy? It's gone by so quickly. Um, yeah, and just in case anybody didn't know, um, yeah, I met Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Travelled down to Birmingham from North Wales. The the journey actually wasn't so bad. Drove down there, didn't hit any traffic. So that's always nice. Got I was booked into a hotel because it was a black tie event, of course. And I didn't want to drive all the way to Birmingham from here. In oh, you know, no, you'd sweated through it. Oh, by the... I know. By the time I got there, mate, I'd just been terrible. So it was good that I booked into a hotel. The hotel was no more than a five minute walk away from where the event was held so that was good and the weather was really nice because it had been a bit bad getting piss wet through walking to the event yeah even five minutes walk you know when yeah. it, if it's in its rain yeah it's awful isn't it it's not so bad walking back from an event but when you go in there you just don't want to get soaking wet through well to be honest afterwards you were psyched through anyway so. oh, there was there was not a, an inch of me that wasn't that, <laughs> that wasn't covered in some sort of fluid that's for sure <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got to the hotel early. I mean, checking time was three o'clock. I got there for about not long after two. Uh, they let me in early, let me into the room. 
Nice. Obviously, knowing who I am, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's just 60 minutes of card. Was, oh, shit. Sorry, Mr. Robinson. That was it. Oh, yes. Yes. Please go have the uh, have the penthouse suite upstairs. And uh, yeah, the room was nice. It was a nice hotel. Uh, it was only a holiday in, you know. Um, they do nice rooms. It was yeah. really, it was, it was really good. And free breakfast thrown in as well. Nice. Uh, yeah. So yeah, did that, settled down, had a shower closer to, got changed about quarter past five. Now the event was split into different tickets. There was platinum tickets, um, which got you the front three rows of tables. Then there was VIP and so on and so on. The whole place, man, I didn't know it held this many. There was 1,400 people there. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. So there was all the tables on the bottom floor, and then there was this gallery area all the way around um, the back and the top, which was standing only, and people could only come in for the actual like hour. Well, actually, it was more than an hour. It was like about an hour and a half, actually, that Sly was on stage. Yeah. Um, but those posh people that got extra tickets, you know. Well, I, bu I bought the VIP ones, could not afford the Platinum. I bought the VIP so that got me. So the first three rolls of tables were the platinum. The table I was on was the table next to the platinum. There was people that were sat no more than six feet away maximum that had paid a hell of a lot more for their seats than I had. Yeah, that's always good. Like when you go to the theatre or something and you're just like you're in the first row yeah. of the cheaper seats and the people in front of you have paid like... 30 40 maybe 50 quid more just to sit that extra row ahead uh, it's crazy isn't it absolutely crazy because they got the same meal it was and it was a beautiful meal uh there was a drinks package provided there was all drinks on the table the tables held 10 people and the people that i was on the on you know showing my table were really nice everybody got chatting uh i was sat next to one couple who went when sly was there the other year yeah. And they said it was terrible because they sat on the table. Nobody talked to them. Can you believe that? You're in a room full of like Stallone fans. and Yeah, you've all got one thing in common at least. Exactly. You know, just even if you're a bit shy, you know, at least if you bring up the conversation of Sylvester Stallone, you're sure of some conversation, aren't you? So it's nice we all got on. Like, say, excellent meal. It was run, by the way, again, if, in case anybody doesn't know, it's this firm in the UK called uh, An Experience With, and they've had Sly in the past. And I think... Is it today or yesterday? I think Arnie was doing his yeah, second night. Yesterday he did Newport yeah. and Birmingham. Yeah. Now, these and experience with are expensive. There's no way of getting around it. They're expensive. Yeah. You know, you could go. I think the cheapest way you could do it, I think if you got a gallery ticket, so you had no meal, uh, you just came in. Because before the event, there was a band playing, there was orchestra, uh, there was a big auction. You know, there was a lot going on. But I think if you just came in just for when Sly was on stage, you stood up on the gallery, I think it was something like about £65. So if you want to do that, you can do that. But as as a one-off life experience, it it's worth every penny. I did sort of think before, oh, it's a lot of money. and But you can see where your money goes, mate. You know, you really can see where your money goes. And it's, you know, it's very posh. It's black tie. The women wear, like, you know, ball gowns and all. everybody's all dressed up. The food is fantastic. Uh, the entertainment they put on is brilliant. It's all very well run, even down to... And we've experienced this at Comic-Cons. You know when you're booked in to have a photograph with somebody? And we've both had nightmare experiences oh, yeah. with one thing or another. This, it all ran like clockwork. It was brilliant. You had your picture and all of this. Now then, so this was the Saturday. 
when I booked the tickets, and of course you know with all this, mate, but when I booked the tickets, uh, it came up that you could submit a question. Yes. And they were going to pick so many people to ask Sly the question on the night. Uh, he would pick whichever questions he wanted to, to answer, which is far better. And again, we've both experienced this. You know where you go to somewhere and there's Q&A and they hand the microphone to people in the audience and all you get is, what's your favourite Muppet? Or, I love you, Sly, I love you. Yeah, and then I've had some like doozy, stupid questions, like <laughs> just like... People, you know, you hear other people in the audience groaning because the, the question is that yeah. stupid, and then, like they keep hold of a mic and yeah, oh god, yeah. on. It's it's awful. So this was a good way of doing it. Now I knew beforehand that people could submit questions, but I didn't know you had to do it when you booked the ticket. And I think you'd got like three minutes to not oh. only to not only finish doing all your booking details, and I'd seen that I'd got a really good table and a good place on the table. But I also had to think of a question. It was like, you know, when you see the clock ticking down and beads of sweat appear, and you're thinking, oh, shit, what can I ask? What can I ask? So I, t I just like typed a question, uh, submitted it, didn't hear anything. So I thought, oh, I haven't been picked. Then it was the Thursday evening before the event on the Saturday. I got an email through that I was one of the eight that had been selected to ask Sly the question. So I was like, oh, my God, I messaged you straight away. and said, oh, look, yeah. I've been picked, I've been picked. And the question that I asked, it was, uh, it was something along the lines of, uh, you've 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 inspired so many people through your movies, um, and you, you're a big art lover. What is it about specific pieces of art that inspires you? And I thought yeah. I'd do that because it's something a bit different to the Rocky and Rambo questions yeah. that I'm sure he gets inundated with. So I had the email for that, and it, but it did come with this disclaimer of, it all depends on time if the the actual event because it was Jenny Powell um, who was on TV over here in the UK she was hosting the event if that part of it overran there might not be time for an audience Q&A or there might be time for two audience questions who knows so you know even if they do ask them might not get the chance to do it so I go there like I said goes in it's it's all really nice beautiful meal nice people on the table uh, the auction I think the cheapest thing was two and a half thousand pounds it went for, I think the most expensive was, I think it was like six and a half to seven thousand pounds. So, needless to say, I didn't buy anything at the auction. <laughs> there was nothing going for like twenty quid, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so then, then he comes on stage again, really well done. Uh, there was sort of this montage of different clips from his films. Uh, well, it actually it began with, with a guy on a piano just playing the uh, Rocky theme. Um, and then a montage of different bits of his movies and there was all pyro going off and fireworks going off and it was like holy shit this is really good uh jenny powell did a great job of hosting it uh and of course the stories that he tells that you know sly fans will know but he came up with some ones that i'd never heard of before which was which, you know was really good obviously uh, but yeah, partway through the meal, this guy comes to me and he says, oh, Dave Robinson, said, yeah, yeah, that's me. He said, yeah, yeah, you've been selected as one of the questions. I said, yeah, yeah, it's okay. He said, what will happen is when Jenny finishes, if we've got time, uh, we'll come round to everybody. I'll hold the microphone. You ask your question. And while Sly's answering your question, I'll move on to the next person. So I said, okay, that's fair enough. And then he said, if you want to say anything to begin with, like, you know, been a big fan for ages or you know just a quick hello or whatever you can do that 
So I said, oh, yeah, that's fine. He said, the reason we're doing it this way is they had, I mean, they're obviously learning as they go along. Mm. They had an event in London where the audience members, and you, you mentioned it just a few minutes ago, mate, held the microphone and then refused to let go of it and just prattled on and on and on. And they were like fighting to get the microphone off them, which is just like awful. So I had the meal uh, and then it was, Jenny Powell was coming towards the end of her session with them and this guy comes back to me and he said right I said you ready I said, yeah he said you're first <laughs> I was like holy shit because according to the running schedule that you got in the um like the brochure for the what was going to happen it said that Sly would be on stage at nine o'clock the session with Jenny Powell would be till 10 audience Q&A 10 till quarter past well she was still asking him questions at quarter past 10 so I mm -hmm. figured they're not going to do an audience Q&A. You know, I got close, yeah. but maybe not. Uh, but yeah, he got to like quarter past 10. He comes to me and he says this. He says, you're first. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then she finished and then, um, oh, she said, oh yeah, we got, a, we got a first question from Dave Robinson. Then, So I, I stand up and the spotlight goes oh, on to me. He was like, oh my God, don't shit yourself, Dave. Whatever you do, don't fucking so let's just, let's just Let's just pause a moment. <laughs> Jenny Powell has just said your name yes while she sat next to sylvester stallone who heard your name yes a spotlight has gone on to you and sylvester stallone looks across the room at you as i'm standing up yes and then i'm sure like angels started singing and my feet rose from the floor <laughs> and i started floating towards him i'm sure that's what happened that's that's what my memory says happened <laughs> and, I, and I just looked longingly into his eyes as I got ever closer to him. <laughs> uh, it was quite surreal, mate, to be perfectly honest with you. It was very surreal to stood up and he's just like, mate, it's like, because I'm close, you know, I'm like, you know, only four tables back from him. I can see him very clearly and, you know, the light's shining on me. He can see me really clearly. And it's like, for that split second, holy fuck, like Sylvester Stallone's looking at me and I'm just going to ask him something. So I asked him the question. And again, in all honesty, mate, I cannot remember everything that he said. I think I did sort of go off to La La Land a little bit because, and just sort of lost in the moment, as stupid as that sounds. Not he did, all, not all. <laughs> uh, He did reply that, you know, the thing with... Uh, with pieces of art that he really loves is the individuality in each piece is so different and you can take something unique from every piece of art you know whether you like it or you don't there's you know there's something there that you can take from it uh everything else that you said i don't know i was just you know when you see it in the film and i know I just choked about it it was really like that mate you know where yeah. everything else sort of disappears and then just for those few minutes it was like this is me and Sylvester Stallone, like, and he's looking at me and he, and he's talking to me and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was really weird. It was really, but very good, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they did, I mean, they overran a lot because they got all eight people to ask the questions, you know, oh. so it went on, you know, about 20 minutes past what it should have done. Uh, and then again, it was really well organised for the photographs. It was the people, the people that went in first paid the extra that you could go in and I think you could take either two or three items to be signed as well and you had a bit more time you know you could get stuff signed again that was a lot more money 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't pay for that. Um, you could then it, I think it was the two people photographs, and then it was the you know if you're like me just there on your Todd uh, to have go and have your picture taken with them. Not a huge queue. It, they timed it perfectly. Uh, you're waiting around, and it was one of those you know where very much like a comic con where you're in a queue, and then all of a sudden you turn a corner, and there's like two people in front of you, and then there's the person you're going to have your picture taken with. Yeah. So you don't have long to sort of assess. You know, oh my god, look at this. So there's like about two people in front of me. Hmm. Now going back to the meal. Uh, and I know we talked about it on the podcast and I put this written piece on the website about, you know, my Rambo tattoo. Would I get my Rambo tattoo signed? I've had so many people messaging me. <laughs> Did you get your Rambo tattoo signed? And all I've said to them, you've got to listen to the September Decade of Decadence show. So here you go. You're finally going to find out. So I set the table. We're all talking to each other in the meal. Uh, and I've got I've got my sleeves, shirt sleeves rolled up because I hate collars and sleeves anyway. Uh, so everybody sees my Rambo tattoo and commenting on it and so the guy who sat across me he said oh he said yeah he said look at he takes off his shirt and his right arm is covered in rocky tattoos really good black and white rocky tattoos and he said oh i've brought a sharpie as well he said i want to try and get him to sign it and it was at that moment i decided i'm not even going to ask to get mine signed because there's two people here there's me and there's this guy out yeah, of the, that table uh, the one table exactly there's going to be probably a lot more people with the same idea and if I'm like about the 20, 30, 40th person to go can you sign my tattoo I think you'd be a bit pissed off you know what I mean and yeah. again on reflection I thought it gives sort of the wrong idea I'm not there to get my tattoo signed I'm there because I've always wanted to meet Sylvester Stallone you know, I want a picture yeah. with him, you know, to, to keep that moment of when I met him. I'm not there to have my tattoo signed. So it was at that moment that I thought, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. And that's fine, you know. So I get, you know, there's two people in front of me and he's sat down having the photographs taken. And you do get time, you know, again, we both know. You don't get a lot of time when you're having a picture taken with you. Just very little bit from person to person. You can walk up to them, you can say, you know, whatever have your picture taken and then say a few more words and then it's, you know, next. Um, yeah. And again, I, I, it really did solidify at that moment not to even bother with my tattoo. I thought, I'm not wasting these precious moments going, there's something inside my tattoo. I just wanted to, you know, say hello. Uh, so yeah, I walked up to him, thanked him for coming back to the UK, uh, thanked him for answering the question about art. Uh, I said, always a pleasure. Shook his hand. And then I stood next to him and put my arm around him. And he was, I just thought what I was going to say, but you'll, I know what you'll come back. I was going to say he, he felt hard as anything, but I know what your reply <laughs> is going to be if I said that. Did he hard again? He was solid. It was like he was carved out of stone, mate. I put my oh, arm around him. Pretty- ripped he's yeah there's not a lot of body fat on him i mean jesus christ he's 73 now and he's like he's still in good shape you know what i mean yeah. um so i had the photograph taken with him um and i thanked him again so it's great to meet him hope he comes back to the uk again yeah uh, and then that was it and i mean you've seen the photograph and the photographs on our instagram account as well uh it was it was amazing absolutely amazing uh the, 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 a couple of tables away, and of course they'd paid for the platinum stuff. 
was uh, Eddie Hall, the world's strongest man back in 2017, uh, and Paul Gascoigne. Same uh, table, making out with each other? Making out with each other. I was, I've got to admit, I did make myself laugh when I messaged you, because I was messaging you all through the night. And yeah. uh, I just said, oh, like, Paul Gascoigne's here. And I did, I did make myself laugh when you asked me, uh, oh, what is he drinking? And I did reply with everybody else under the table. Because... <laughs> but I didn't know. I thought he was sober now, but I've since watched uh, a video that Eddie Hall put on YouTube about going there and meeting Sly. And he said, oh, I've got a bottle of wine here because I'm meet, you know, meeting gases on the same table. So I'm presuming they both got quite pissed. Yeah, so we could oh, really? still be on the source. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't get my tattoo signed, and I'm more than happy with that because it would not have been right. It would have been rude. You know what I mean? And I have seen... Uh, I've seen a couple who did ask for their tattoo signed. Now, I'm not sure this could have been the people that paid, you know, more to have stuff signed. Uh, but he didn't sign his autograph. You know, it wasn't how he normally signs his autograph. He just put Sly. And it didn't look good either. Oh, right. So that's another reason I'd rather, you know, if at some point in the future where you're going to get more time and he does it proper autograph, I'd rather get that but. Yeah, it it would have been rude and not right to have done that. So I'm glad that I didn't and just had more memories of the experience of it happening. So, yeah, it was good. It was good. And I was very excited. And uh, again, messaged you when I got back to the hotel uh, in a hot mess, um, soaking wet, even though it wasn't raining. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was absolutely brilliant. If people get the chance to go one of these and experience with, despite it being a lot of money if anyway i mean i melted the credit card and we'll be paying for this yeah. for a very long time but as a one-off life experience for something like this people know how much of you know of a sylvester stallone fan i am uh it was it was worth every penny mate and didn't let me down he didn't let me down the event didn't let me down it was you know it's one of those nights that you say you know you take to your deathbed and you yeah you, you know you I, remember it fondly I did think, obviously, they do Arnie as well, and obviously the other mm. ones that were this week weren't really near me. But I'm just like, well, you know, I've got money on my credit card, and mm. yeah. if they do one like next year, year after, there'll be even more money on it. I'm just like, well, you never know, you know. Arnie's my one, isn't it? So exactly, yeah, it is. If you ever get the chance, mate, um, or anybody listening, it it is worth that much money, and I can see. Uh, to play devil's advocate with myself, I can see why people go, oh, fuck, you know, that's a lot of money. And, you oh, know. Yeah. Yeah, and it is, just... it is a lot of money, but, it, you know, there's certain things that are important that may seem a little bit frivolous, but stick with you forever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was Absolutely. really good. I'm yeah. glad you did it. I'm glad you did it. No, it was really good. I got lots of nice messages, some, you know, some lovely messages from yourself, mate, as well. You know, it, it was, you know, people who knew how much... You know, yeah, meant, like especially you know. after especially after the disaster that was the Expendables two premiere when oh. you got turfed out, when you would you absolutely would have, you wouldn't have got the experience you got um, two weeks ago. Like you like to ask a question and mm. shake his hand and get a posed photo, but you know you would have met him at least. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like you probably could have shook his hand probably at the thing and yeah, you know got yeah. something signed. But yeah. you know, you know, I know. I've joked about me holding that over your head because I like minutes <laughs> after you got turfed out, I got that. I got the Expendables um, Blu-ray yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. And um, but uh, yeah, I'm so glad that now you you can now hold that over my head. <laughs> well, I do. I honestly hope one day you you know you can do the same with Arnie. It'd be so good if that worked out. 
Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's like hearing all about your experience and how good it was and how well run it was. It's definitely worth consideration. Mm. I don't actually have a credit card. I, you know, I cut it up when I come back from holiday yeah. uh, last year, but um, obviously I still have it. Like in a manner of speaking, I have an account. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's uh, that's another thing for another time. I'm just yeah. glad it all just went perfectly for you. Yeah, I couldn't have asked for it to be any better. Really couldn't. Now what? You've you've done your you've done your uh, yeah I did my NFL, NFL trip yeah. you've done you've met Stallone met you've... Stallone yeah I, I ran up the rocky steps on my fiftieth birthday that's it yeah you've seen hundred and seven times <laughs> yes in Kissel you've already met Kiss haven't you you met them yeah I met them on the Creatures of the Night promo tour in yeah I travelled down to London and and met them then um, well, you've done that so that's it yeah I guess Clint Eastwood maybe I think. <laughs> But that's, that's, ne- a, yeah. that's never going to happen, is it? Uh, I think realistically, I've done that. No, I think it's. Um, no, Tina's said it's uh, everything she wants now. I've got to make that oh, happen. Yeah, it's Tina's guy. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. I thought she's furiously scribbling away over list. Yeah. Hopefully, she wants something. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think now. Can of Coke from the co-op, or you know, <laughs> something really cheap. <laughs> no, I'm no. I'm sure. I, I know there's a lot that she wants to see and do. So um, I'm. We'll, we will be doing that next. Wonderful. Yeah, Un- unless Sly comes back, of course. Kick you away. Cut your credit card up. <laughs> That's it now. Please take it, Tom. When you come next month, I'll just give it and just cut it up. Okay. Yeah, well, it probably has legitimately melted. It's just this. It did. You're it just going to give me this. Yeah, I had it. I, <laughs> I had it in my trouser pockets when I met him, so the heat from my groins, mate, didn't melt anything that was in those pockets. <laughs> 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 anyway. Moving on, um, what have you got for us in our stuff section, mate? Uh, well, I've got a lot to change the subject completely from Stallone, but I will for a little, a couple of bits. Um, hmm. I had a little trip to London a few weeks ago. Now, um, was it 80s Picture House or on here that we talked about the Dark Crystal? Uh, it was here. Okay, so it wasn't that long ago when we watched it, and it must have been one of the first few. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it was here. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be uh, wrong. Well, if it, was, if it wasn't Either here, way. it was probably late 80s Picture House. Yeah. Yeah, late '80s, <laughs> um, and I wasn't. I'm, I'm honest, wasn't a massive fan, was I? No, I remember. Sorry, here's the ice cream van coming up now. Um, no, I remember you. It it didn't blow you away at all. So um, obviously, like we all did, saw sort of trailers for this new Netflix show, um, Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance, which is a prequel. And have you, have you seen the trailer? I know you haven't watched. I don't think you've watched it yet. But have you seen the trailer? I've seen the tra- yeah, yeah, I've seen the yeah, trailer. Obviously, it looks incredible just from the trailer. Mm. And I was just like, holy shit! You know, like I'm give you know, like I wasn't mad on a film, but I'm definitely going to watch this. And before it came on Netflix, I think it was the end of August. I think it was like more. You've got. I think it was like the end of July. Um, I got um uh, email from Empire because um, Empire magazine because I was subscribed to that and they. Sometimes ping you exclusive subscriber things. Sometimes it's a free bar of chocolate and fountains, and but sometimes it's something <laughs> like this. And it was a pre-ticket uh, to um, a screening of a documentary, uh, which is also on Netflix, um, uh, called The Crystal Calls: uh, The Making of Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. And there'd be a uh, interview Q and A with one of the puppeteers and someone else to be announced um, afterwards. Nice. So I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was just like, well, it's free. Um, I let my mate Rhea, uh, who lives in London, know and um, got the tickets. 
And I was just like, well, you know, I'll go, but I'm not, you know, the trailer looks good. Don't know if I want to, you know, I'll take a chance and book the train tickets and that. So it's like, well, based on how good it looked, you know, at least the documentary would be interesting, even if I'm not massive on the series, because of, you know, how you, they do it all. Mm. And it um, turns out I am massive on the series. <laughs> watched it. I got it all watched in a week. Before, well, like I had a, a week. It was the start of September, so I had a week to watch it, basically. And I watched all 10 episodes. Um, I absolutely loved it. Like, incredible technical achievement. Like, yeah. just all puppets. Like, even more so than the film. Like, obviously, the film, some of the distant shots says um, dwarfs in costumes walking along. This is all puppets, and the only um, CG is usually, you know, your backgrounds for green screening, so the puppets can look as if they're walking along at long shots. Yeah. And um, a bit of augmentation of the facial expressions of the puppets to make them a bit more alive-looking, which I didn't even know until I watched the documentary, so that's how good that was. Um, But, yeah, absolutely loved it. It was gripped. Like, the last three episodes, I was just like a puddle of... (laughs) just melted into a puddle like, oh my god this is incredible wow, um, oh my god because i have heard good things about it i think the only criticism i've heard is people saying that it's a few episodes too long so would you agree with that or do you think it's that. a good <laughs> you'd want more would you yeah i want more like um i, like, I keep like going on twitter every day like come on netflix announce the second season you bastards i think it's done well enough i think it's done well enough there's a lot of people talking about it you know they they you know they're so like really the the shows they end up cancelling because they obviously Netflix now cancel a lot more than they used to. Other shows you don't really see them push on social media much. Okay. And um, they do they are doing that a lot with Dark Crystal. Um, obviously it's an expensive show, but um, and it's been in like it's been in the UK top ten because in the UK they're trialing a top ten thing. It was been in the UK top ten for a couple of weeks, so. Based on that, I'm hoping there's more because it is open, like I don't obviously I'm not going to go into a plot, but it's it's definitely wide open for more before mm. the events of the film. But yeah, anyway, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I was like, oh sweet, I got these tickets for the the um, thing. So um, yeah, I went down. It was at the BFI um, South Bank, and it also involved a um, um entry to the exhibition, which was showing you know like some of the props yeah. and stuff, and like and so like I got there a bit early and uh, straight away was like one of the skexes like the <laughs> massive like on a throne just like oh my god and yeah so there's people already queuing for the exhibition only and uh, so I waited a bit and then my friend really showed up and um, yeah we went up to the documentary screening which was really good R- really like unbelievable they did it in, in such a relatively short space of time on a really short shoot Hmm. But yeah, and then the highlight was um, there was two other puppeteers, two other lead puppeteers uh, from the show, um, and not only was it an interview, but they brought some of the uh, podling puppets. Oh, okay. And they did a demonstration of how they work them. <laughs> and so what they did, they had a camera set um, on them, like on the puppets, like sort of raised up the camera a bit, so they're holding the puppets above their head, sort of thing. Yeah and um, they're looking down at monitors and there's also a tv screen um so you're seeing what the camera's showing of a puppet so obviously you can't see the people controlling them mm. so they're doing like things like oh this is how you walk along like you don't just walk with them <laughs> you have to walk move in a certain way and they were putting the voices on and they were arguing with each other and they were oh, so wow, funny great. it was so cool they even showed stuff like you know the manamana thing phenomena. <laughs> yeah yeah you know the bit where there's one muppet in the foreground and one in the background and when it runs forward yeah 
they even showed you how they do that, how they walk them with sticks, good and even Lord. better, even better, they showed you how not to do it, which was hysterical. <laughs> it was so good. So yeah, absolutely, it was just worth the entire trip down just for that. Um, that so oh um, yeah, it sounds like you put some really good photographs up on your Instagram yeah, got, too that yeah, got, you know people so should really stuff. check out. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we um, when we came out, they were giving away this um, IPA. Um, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance IPA, which I was just like, my friend really doesn't drink beers or ales, so but she she got it anyway because the can looked cool. It's um, a really good looking can, yeah. Yeah, and I um, I had it on the train on the way home, and it was fucking disgusting. <laughs> but I wanted the can, and I didn't think of just going to the toilet and pouring it away. So there I sat, just like drinking did, this. Did you drink it all, even though? It was yeah, you terrible. know when you've got really like a beer, like I don't, I get this, like a beer that's really disgusting, it just gives you a headache even after one. And it wasn't like a hangover headache; it was just like when you drink something disgusting and it starts. Yeah, I, I get that sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, that was really nice. But yeah, then we went into the exhibit, and at first it was a lot like you know things in cabinets, like actual props, which mm. was really. Cool. They had a podling bum, just the bottom <laughs> half of a podling slowly revolving round. Like I took a, like a little video of it, and Rhea did as well. She made it look like a horror film the way she shot it. it was just... <laughs> um, so and yeah, and that was all really cool. And then there was like, like the dark crystal itself, and every now and again it flashed and made a noise, which is really cool. And then mm-hmm. um, there was a big Skeksis lunch dinner table for their feasts, and there was a Skeksis behind it. And Rhea's terrified of the Skeksis, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, well, let's get a photo of both of us with one, and we um. um when and it were like when I got up close to it, I was like fucking hell, <laughs> this is pretty scary looking. So we got some photos of that. That was all cool. Then we worked into um, through these curtains, and it was just like a replica of the endless forest and also some other locations from it. And it was just like amazing. And they had the music playing ambiently in the background. God. And there was like they weren't these were like replica models, I think, but all mm. things dotted around in trees and stuff, and all like some characters, and it just looked incredible that i mean what an experience all of that it's like that yeah. sounds so well put together oh it was really good and then you got a poster on the way out as well so i was just like yeah and that was free it was just like brilliant Jeez, yeah oh, yeah um yeah absolutely loved it and yeah if you've not started watching dark crystal if you're on the fence a bit about it like oh, i love the film and mm. just do it so um as a follow-up to that i or what is literally on the train home i went on like it's on netflix um but i ordered the blu-ray of the film that's okay. like, yeah let's watch this again and because i ordered the blu-ray because i wanted to watch like the documentaries which i haven't actually got around to yet but i watched the film again mm. and i was just like watching it in a new light i was just like okay yeah now i get yeah. this after yeah after watching the documentary in which i was just like yes okay i now i get the dark crystal <laughs> and i'll tell you the rear actually it's the sort of thing like she was brought up watching like that and labyrinth and i guess i would be as well but it was because and this isn't a negative at all because i think i'd rather have this and everything it's because um when we were kids dad always used to go to the ritz or five star video in fetford and just essentially read what he wanted to watch <laughs> so it was always the arnie films and robocop and oh, stuff that's and a good dad like, right there <laughs> yeah he wouldn't like he wouldn't have thought about renting something yeah. It, sounds, well, it sounds bad, but he wouldn't have thought about renting something that we wanted to watch. <laughs> but after the first Dining film, that's all we wanted to see. But, oh, exactly. Uh, yeah, he was bringing yeah, you up right, that's for sure. We, yeah, we probably would have ended up watching stuff like The Dark Crystal and Labyrinth, but I did watch it until <laughs> later. And, uh, yeah, but now I, I get it. And uh, the show, watch the show. It's stunning. Yeah, we will do. I think um, 
Yeah, I think that could be next. Next up. Yeah, but yeah, definitely on our watch list. Cool. Um, uh, one more thing, just this isn't long at all. It's just I watched the first episode of the new season of um, American Horror Story last night, and it's uh, 80s slasher. Ooh. Yeah, it's AHS 84, um, it's called. Um, yeah, and so far it's, you know, generic slasher stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's some nice little casting choices, which you'll enjoy, I think, Dave. Um, <laughs> and some very good music cues, um, as you might expect. But um, I think I think it's going to... These American Horror Story doesn't do anything sort of straight, does it? It's like... Um, it's not just going to be a straightforward slasher. There's yeah. going to be something else happening in it. So, because yeah. uh, Ryan Murphy doesn't just, you know, it's not just generic horror. He throws some other weird shit in there. So, but yeah, it was decent opening episode. So yeah, I was recommend that, especially this time of year. Oh God. Yeah. Coming up to Halloween, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Of which maybe we should tease already. We are releasing a very special episode for Halloween uh, on Halloween. Oh, is it on Halloween? Yeah, I'm going to release it on Halloween. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that'll, be, that'll be together as well. Won't uh, oh, yes. Yeah, that's. We'll, we'll just leave it there, just as a little uh, little ear tease for everybody. Oof. Of what's, up, of what's upcoming next month. Uh, what was... Yeah, Glow, of course, that was it. Glow. We talked about it on the last episode. We finally yeah. finished watching it. Yeah. Uh, all ten episodes. Absolutely loved it. I think it was probably my favourite series of the three. Yes. Yeah, um, and again, like you said, putting the extra time into each episode paid off big time. You know, you could get more story, more you know, more character. You know, yeah. You could identify more with them. It was really good that way. I will say though, thanks to episode nine, I am bringing back something uh, from the Eighties Picture House that listeners uh, that listen to us on that may well remember. Uh, I'm bringing back my OAP hot list. Oh no! <laughs> because oh, I've forgotten about this. Sixty-three-year-old Gina Davis uh, in sort of oh, yeah, in sort wow. of virtually nipple tassels and not much else. Oh yeah, of course, yes, yes. Yeah, I thought she's on my OAP hot list, mate. So yeah, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back, <laughs> and she's uh, she's the first entry. Into my new, <laughs> uh, into my new OAP hot list. So there we go. Yeah. Wow, it's uh, it's back. It's, <laughs> it's back. People were hoping it had gone away. Well, I will, I will have to think. You know, it's been it's been a few years. You know, I'm a different person. Yeah. See if, see how I feel about. That's it. You know, now you're you know those few years older, and of course, when we were doing this back on Eighties Picture House, there, there were people then that weren't were not eligible to be in the OAP hot list because they were not OAPs and now they are so you know who knows who's going to join it oh yeah indeed indeed um, on, a, on a note um, Glow, they've just announced um, the next season um, and it'll also be the last season really oh yeah. my god I thought it would go on I was hoping for about six to be honest well go out on top yeah that's true left one two more I guess that's always the best way yeah, yeah. Uh, well that's it for my stuff mate I I I just blew my load on my Sly story. Well, yeah, it's like if it was it was the ultimate thing mm-hmm. to talk about. So, um, yeah, no, I've, I have nothing else either. Shall we recover for a minute and come back with with your? Um, oh no, it's me. First time watch, yeah, isn't first, it? First it's me. Watch. First time watch. Oh my god. Okay, I definitely do need to take a minute just to uh, to prepare myself. And uh, yeah, we'll come back with first time watch in just a minute. Mm-hmm. 
you're dealing with an expert with guns with knives with his bare hands rambo was the best i finally came home Defend the only family I've ever known. You must really want this girl. All she's got is me. She's coming home. You started this. I'll end it. My first time watch, sticking with the theme of Stallone Month, was Rambo Last Blood, released as we record here in the UK yesterday. Uh, and both. Get a pick. <laughs> it was perf- perfectly timed, wasn't it? This was absolutely perfectly timed. Uh, and you got to see it before me. You got. Oh, just. Uh, was it the 20 past four showing that you went to? Yeah. Yeah, and we'd got the. Me and Tina went for the 6.30 showing. Yeah, as, you, as I was coming out, you were going in. Yeah, I liked how the message that you sent me on WhatsApp was just done. And you didn't give anything away whatsoever. Oh, no, yeah, God, no. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, it's currently a 7.2 from 2,611 um, the votes uh, on IMDb. And it's, it's a one-sentence synopsis. Rambo must confront his past and unearth his ruthless combat skills to exact revenge in a final mission. Now then, we talked about this a few times, you know, when it was first mooted. All the, I mean, we've talked over the years, going again, going back to Ace Picture House, the different stories. There was going to be this, wasn't there like some sort of genetically modified wolf at one stage? Was going to be a Rambo film? And there's this Mexican cartel stories come and gone and back and to, and that's how it ended up. Um, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, mate, I think when it was announced that they were going to make it i don't think either of us were too happy about the idea i think we were both really happy with the way that number four finished weren't we yeah that was fine yeah i'd have been happy if it just finished at four but you know never never count out sly so it's a it's r-rated which is good yeah uh always good i would have been gutted if it was like a 15 um yeah so well but yeah yeah. Although you can get away with quite a bit with the 15 these days. Oh, um, God, even the 12. Yeah. yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh, but I didn't want anything sort of watered down because it's a goddamn Rambo movie. You know, you can't have anything like that. <sighs> Where do I begin? I mean, again, we swapped a few messages. Off the bat, this is my least favourite of the five Rambo films. Right. That, that is not to say that I dislike it, that I think it's shit. It's just obviously that I prefer the other Rambo films more. I mean, the story, the story is one thing that disappointed me with it. It was just too generic. Uh, it didn't. It didn't feel like a Rambo film. And for anybody that doesn't know, obviously there's going to be a, some spoilers. So if you haven't watched it yet, you might want to just skip past this bit and come back to it after you've watched it. Uh, it is basically about him going into Mexico to save his niece yes uh 
who has gone down there to try and find a father who it turns out, surprise, surprise, her father is a bit of a bastard, wants nothing to do with her. Then she gets caught and dragged in to be this, uh, into, into human slavery and to be this sort of sex slave, um, which of course pisses Rambo off no end. And if there's one person you don't want to piss off, it's John Rambo. So he goes into Mexico to save her and then ends up fighting this big Mexican cartel. So far, so generic you know what i mean um well yeah the problem um you know i can sort of concede like hmm. i found like rambo was the only character in this film that was well written yeah. not well not well, no was written because uh, like i don't think any of the <laughs> i don't think any of the characters whether it be the niece or the grandmother or the bad guys were badly written i just don't think they were written no. <laughs> they were, like the bad guys were just men yeah, and it has been hauled over the coals already in this brief period that it's been released for being racist, for being xenophobic. Oh, yeah. I, I don't buy this because I it's don't buy not it, no. written enough. Like, these characters aren't... And again, I'm not going to say they're badly written because, you know, like it's, like, it's just there's not enough. There's just not enough to the characters to be xenophobic or racist or anything like that. They are just guys who are in a cartel in Mexico. And that's it. It doesn't paint, like, Mexico in a bad light. Or anything like that. It's just these are men in a cartel, and that is it mm. for the characters. And we'll, um, we'll go quite like sort of deep into the sort of thing. And like they are literally there. These are just men whose purpose is to be slaughtered brutally by John Rambo. It is. That is it. <laughs> yeah, that that is it. I mean, it 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 didn't feel like a Rambo film, and that could have been for a number of reasons i mean me and tina were talking about it on the way out and i i thought is it because of the more urban setting as opposed to you know the the jungles and yeah, everything from, from yeah, the previous from, movies yeah. yeah you know where it's you know sort of it's more or less become rambo's natural habitat whereas then all of a sudden he's in mexico and even though it's the slums it's it's not where i'm used to seeing him of course now and it slides a lot older and this is yeah, and this is very superficial. His hair, and you're going well. You just you just associate Rambo with longer hair and looking what, long different. Long hair, a bandana of some. A bandana, it, yeah, no, and I know it, that it's is it's, it's like, very it's superficial. superficial. Yeah. yeah, but it's, they're not deal breakers. Oh no, far from it. No, far from it. Yeah, but it, it you could you could have released this as any action movie. Just change the name of John Rambo to anybody, and nobody would have. No, because you know. I saw one thing on Letterbox saying like, "Oh, I've not seen a Rambo before, and I want to see this," and they're like, "Oh, basically, so this is just like Taken." Mm. But I'm always like, "Well, Taken's fucking Commando, isn't it?" So, <laughs> um, it rem- just, Sorry, mate, go on. No, well, I'm just going to say it's just sort of like you know, family member abduction. Mm. Yeah, it and, is. but though this is just you know, in its defence, like, and I didn't see this coming. Again, we are spot, you know, we're spoiling the hell out of this. Like, so he. Goes the first time, gets his head kicked in, um, like fifty to one beat down. Um, <laughs> gets help from the the helpful woman character who seems to permeate Stallone films. Hmm. Um, just a woman who is there in a non-sexual relationship way, just to help. Um, and she doesn't like serve much purpose. Like she could have had a good story, you know. Her sister was killed in a, in because yeah, of this yeah. and stuff. But like that's never really fleshed out. She's just there to push him in the right direction a couple of times. Yeah. So 
Um, she helps him out. Then he goes back and gets the niece. And yeah, the bit I didn't see coming is the niece dies on the way back to um, America. Yeah. But that did raise a problem. Like, this is so, so basically, if so, she died. And then Rambo goes back to Mexico, gets the one who started, you know, who cut him in the face and cut her in the face and, you know, like, lops his head off, leaves him tied to a bed. But if she hadn't died, does that mean the cartel wouldn't have gone after him? Because they had his ID and they were all like, no one ever gets away from us when talking to sex. But, like, they (laughs) they were not coming back for him, were they? It didn't seem that way, did it, no, at all? Like, like, it was only when he went back, killed the brother, because the two of them a brother called Victor and Hugo, which is some weird Les Mis reference I'm not <laughs> sure about. Um, it's just like, well, weren't you going to be coming back anyway? To like, w- Why did it take your own your brother being murdered to then come back? Yeah. I was just like, yeah, because they specifically said to her, like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, nobody... You know, if you if you escape, we're just going to come find yeah. you. And then she escaped, and they didn't come and, and find. They didn't come and find it. And they also made a point of saying, "We're going to make an example of you too," because you know of Sly showing up that first time when they kicked the shit out of him. And it's yeah, that's a really good point. Why wouldn't he have gone for it anyway? Which is kind of weird. It did. It really reminded. I got this vibe, and this may sound a bit silly. It, I got this jason takes manhattan vibe from it in the fact that here's a franchise and you've gone so far down the line and you're thinking i'm going to take him out of his sort of natural habitat which they did with jason and put him in manhattan they've done with rambo like i said taking him out of you know the more the jungle area yeah and then going oh i also need now he's done lots of killing how can we do some sort of creative kills as well We've got to up the kill count and make them better than they were in the other ones. Uh, and much as I found it really weird to see Jason walking around Manhattan, again, that's the vibe I got from seeing Rambo walking around Mexico. It just, yeah, I understand. It just seemed weird. Like, yeah, it's just like I, I totally get it, but it's just like also like if you if if, if what are you going to do with him? It, exactly. Tina like, loved the fact get, that he was there. How are you going to get Rambo back to the jungle? Yeah, again, yeah. So. Yeah, that's. It. I mean, she, Tina did like the fact that it was different, and he was there, and she didn't feel like I did that. It just felt a bit strange that he was. Yeah. He yeah. was there. Uh, I mean, it's a lean running time. You know, it's hour and a half. Although you messaged me today, mate. Yeah, where... this was on Blu-ray.com forms about there being an. Uh, well, we saw an eighty-nine-minute version. But apparently, there's a hundred-minute version. Like um, I was talking to Robert Beardsley earlier, and apparently, like. Uh, he sent me the link, and on there he was saying one of the scenes was more between the two brothers, like the okay. two bad guys. Yeah. Like another scene, and I don't know what else. Um, obviously, 10 minutes is more than just that, but you know, that's the sort of shit we needed just to sort of get these, get these characters a bit more, you know, life in them. Because mm. there was. Maybe, maybe people saw that version and were just like, maybe there was enough stuff in that 10 minutes to be like, oh, fuck, this is xenophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Well, we saw a version that was so like they were so generic and just yeah people, that it didn't really have time to seem xenophobic. Because there was reshoots for this, and again we've talked about this off air, but <coughs> there were reshoots for it, and I didn't know, you know, because there's test screenings. Did it have a test screening? And one thought I had was was it not violent enough, and that you'd take up the violence at the end, or was it the you know that 
we've said here that there wasn't enough sort of characterization with everybody else in it did they shoot that and could that be part of the 10 minutes that we're missing because it wasn't put in i'd really like to know what was part of the reshoots apparently that they did. the um this scene um looked awful like how it was shot looked really bad mm. like um i'm not sure why but um yeah, so I don't know if a Blu-ray will have both versions or a di- different version, but um... yeah, because the last Rondo had two different releases, didn't it? So this could this could have it. Oh too. yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, but um, no, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting that. But like, so, but when we get to, um, so obviously he's cut the head off. You know, they're all coming after him hmm. now. Obviously, this is what a lot of people go to the Rambo films to see. Yeah, Fucking absolute carnage, and for me. It was worth it. <laughs> this does save it. The final, what, 10, 15 minutes or so really does save it because it is so over the top and like, gory. He's setting it all up like some sort of fucked up Home Alone. And... <laughs> You've got it. You do cheer for him at that point. You can see. This is where it started to feel a lot more like a Rambo. Yeah, film. you get like a pissed off John Rambo who wants revenge and he's gonna he's gonna kick some serious ass now against. He, he just dispatches of everyone so <laughs> easily. It might, like, like, you don't really get many action films like that when the baddies are just disposed of so easily. <laughs> just like. fodder to him, aren't they? And just like the ones that like fell into the pit of spikes. <laughs> and they've got like one bl- out of their chest and their yeah. groin and their head. He still shoots them. <laughs> he does. He still, I think he machine guns them, doesn't he, if I remember yeah. rightly. And it's just like, oh, that limbs flying everywhere, heads being blown off, blood pouring everywhere. It's just like, yes. All to, and I love this because I love the song, all to the tune of Five to One by The Doors. <laughs> but I'm just like, when it starts, it's like, yes! Um, yeah. Um, like obviously it's got the line no one here gets out alive which i was just like yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah definitely yeah it, it is worth the price of admission yeah. for that it comes, down, it comes down to like the main bad guy like the brother who survived and even like he just got dispatched of so quickly like he gets you know hmm. rambo gets the arrows out and he just carves his heart out and that's it it was just like oh yeah i i wanted that bad guy to suffer more i thought uh, at the very least, Rambo's going to carve his face like he carved Rambo's and his niece's face. Yeah, you know, I thought I want like, him to do that. I've, I, I thought he might put up a bit more of a fight. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it's just like, yeah, this is not this is a date at the office for Rambo. Like he got shot a couple of times mm. and he sits in his chair. I'm assuming you stage for the the credits. Yeah, of course, when it goes all the way through all the films. Yeah, yeah, and then um, it adds that little bit at the end where he goes off in his horse. Yeah. Leaving open for another. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I really do. Uh, I've got to mention there was some god awful green screen uh, in the car. There's a few <laughs> car shots which look like a cheap made-for-television film, and I was thinking, what on earth? This looks awful. Yeah. That I was disappointed in that. I've got to admit. Uh, budgetary constraints i would think um but i'd like to have seen that clean yeah. up a little bit but yeah that that sort of last sequence really does pull it out of the bag i mean there's a few little bits here and there there's a bit at the beginning isn't there where rambo um that's quite, that's quite brutal digging his thumb into this guy's shoulder and pulling his bone out and snapping it and everything oh my god I was like, <laughs> that does make you cringe a little bit i liked like 
like when he's talking to his niece because she wants to go to Mexico to meet the deadbeat to find the deadbeat dad, and he's just like you know there's nothing good out there and stuff like that. Like when he's saying stuff like that and he's so dark and pessimistic and Rambo, mm. it's just like yes, this is great, but it seems like he's the only well-written character in it. Well, yeah. the, I keep saying that, sorry. He's the only written character. <laughs> like, niece. Like, I'm surprised he even got given names, like niece, yeah. grand, woman, helpful woman. Bad guy one, bad guy bad two. Bad guy one through <laughs> 37. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was... It, I mean, it, it wasn't shit. It was far from no, shit. It was disappoint. It was disappointing for me. And, yeah, of course, yeah. And I will watch it again. In fact, I'm taking my son to watch it at the cinema next week, so I'll get another cinema viewing and sort of see if any of my opinions changed on a second viewing yeah. on the big screen. Of course, I'm going to buy it. You know what I mean? Yes, I... Yeah. Uh, it, I would be very interested if there were two releases of it, like the, the last Rambo yeah. movie, the previous one, and just to see if there is sort of, you know... A different cut, more footage in it, maybe a little bit re-edited. That would be quite interesting. Yeah. Um, holy shit! If there's more gore, it's like, yeah. I mean, what else can they add in gore-wise? Because it is very bloodthirsty. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's like the definition of like for me a three-star movie. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you, mate. Yeah, right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, um, could have been better. I'd still, I mean, my favourite is now, for years it was First Blood, but for I think for a few years now my favourite's been Rambo 4. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really love that film. Um, but this, yeah, unfortunately, this is fifth out of the five Rambo films. Yeah. But it's unfortunate that he, like, ultimately, like, three star film, stuff to enjoy, stuff not to enjoy, but ultimately, wish he hadn't done it. Yeah, I mean, because the third one is stupid. Let's get it right, and it, but it's so over the top and silly that I, I really enjoy yeah, like, it. Yeah, uh, people like us. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I can see why people would put you know maybe number three at the bottom of the list. I can, you know, I can quite clearly see that. But yeah, it, it'll be you know we always say about you know the first watch is it worth a rewatch? Well, like I said, I'm going to rewatch it next week, and I will watch it obviously when I yeah, buy like it. When, Blu-ray. The next time I watch all the Rambo films on Blu-ray again, I'll it will be included. So. Yeah, 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 of course. So, yeah, overall, definitely worth a rewatch, I'd say, yeah? Yeah. Ah, okay. On to something very different indeed. Yeah, same actor. <laughs> so, yeah, again, sticking with Stallone Month, uh, your rewatch pick. Uh, ooh, let's sit back and see what we thought of this one. What's going on? We got a jump drop there. Looks like he's going to do it. This is Leslie Parks for Channel 8 News. We've just arrived downtown at 4th and Main, where a man has gone out onto the ledge of a building, apparently despondent about his mother, and remains there still. Hey, kid. Hey, you don't tell me what to do, though. You stay right there. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. No, no, no. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. You stay away from me. You 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 young man. Oh, no. This is serious up here. Yeah, hey, let it talk. What do you want? I just want you to know that young man next to you is my son. Mom, stay out of this, okay? And God knows, he and I have had our difficulties over the years. You see, he was very small for his age, and I made him this adorable little wig and a beautiful little dress. You had to wear a wig and a pretty little dress? Is he 
adorable? I thought I had things bad. Not close. Stop. Oh, please, you don't have anything I haven't seen before. Mom, would you turn around, please? Or my mom. Both of you will shoot. Your mom witnessed a murder. You witnessed a murder? Get it. We're gonna nail those turkeys. Oh, come on, Gwen. She's supposed to go back Monday. Watch out! Look, you can already see it's gonna have very nice equipment. Would you like me to drive? No! gonna be so clean and shiny he's gonna have the cleanest gun at the precinct i'd say she loves you joe no my son's is much bigger ah! sylvester stallone put a machine gun off the back of a van and estelle getty i wanted it to be a surprise it is stop i'm on mobile shoot by the way girl joe is still single officer secure that megaphone I think I'm ready to go back in now. Yeah. Joe, wait for the crowd. Please, Maker, stop! I'm telling you, that guy needs help. We got a jumper up there. Looks like he's gonna do it. He's a very nice boy, a little rough around the edges, but nothing that the right girl could smooth out. Right, well, this film is 1992's Stop or My Mum Will Shoot. <laughs> Starring, obviously, Sylvester Stallone. Um... And Estelle Getty from the Golden Girls. Mm. Before we go any further, Dave, I've got a fact that links the two films we're talking about. Oh, go on then. Well, did don't, you know... I was going to say, don't say Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> did you know that Estelle Getty was younger in Stop All My Mum Will Shoot than Stallone is in Last Blood? Holy hell. She is 69, Stop All My Mum Will Shoot. Oh, my God. <laughs> he... Oh, my God. That little old lady in Stop on My Mumble Show is older, is younger than Stallone is now. Imagine Estelle Getty in Stop or My Mum Will Shoot as Rambo's love interest in the Relatives Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> he got me ages, right? <laughs> wow. That's a good fact, mate. I like that one. So, this film is universally derided. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of Stallone's, sorry, Dave, many flops. <laughs> Although yeah. a lot of flops, a lot of his flops do have merit. Rhinestone was a flop. I like Rhinestone. Yeah, I love Rhinestone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like this has got eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes and shit like this. This is, this is, yeah, this is a misstep. Mm. So basically, Stallone's a cop. Um, his mum's coming to visit. Um, she. Like the plots, like excuse, it's even easier to rattle through the plot than that last blood. Um, <laughs> she washes his gun and decides him to buy him a new one. It, she goes to buy him an Uzi, like off the street, and then she witnesses a murder. She gets involved in a case, and they sort of partner up ish to um, stop a bad guy, uh, played by Roger Reese, who's. This is for one of the odd things about this film. There's many odd things about this film. He's, we see Stallone wearing a nappy at one point for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> Roger Reese is British, but he's putting on this awful American accent. Mm-hmm. Like, what's like British bad guy? <laughs> Can we just have a British bad guy? That's what we do. We, yeah. we are the bad guys. Yeah, of course. So, um, so when did you watch this first, Dave? Let's uh, paint a picture of this. Uh, it'd be at the cinema. Whenever the UK release was in the cinema, I always went to watch. You know, the latest Sly film. So it'd be it'd be then. 
And do you remember a sort of feeling you had when you came out of it? I, I think I've tried to block it from my mind. <laughs> I sometimes wake up screaming with vague visions of just like crying outside a cinema, which I presume was after watching this. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, not not good. And then like renting it on video just to go, it can't be that bad, can it? And then, yeah, waking up screaming and crying again. <laughs> so like, uh, so obviously you've watched like when was when did you last watch it? Uh, apart from this rewatch from yeah. the other day, uh, wow, that's a good question. I'd say, I think if I said seventeen, eighteen years would be a good guess. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, because uh, I've been with Tina now 14 years and she's never seen it until we watched it the other day, mate. It was her first viewing and she'll never forgive you now. <laughs> you picked yeah, it. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard anything specifically about yeah, the film. I, I think she's still, yeah, she's still in shock. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't really know what to say. Well, that's the plot. When you talk about badly written, you know, like the bad, it's like it was a similar similar thing. The bad guy's like Roger Reese, who's like he's a pretty decent actor. Um, he's not really given much to do here. Um, so the bad guys in this aren't well written either. Mm. Um, Estelle getting the mum's just like I think she's on the wrong side. Like like you can have annoying that's funny. But she just comes across as annoying. She right? is so annoying. And again, I don't think I've ever seen Tina so annoyed at a character in a film as Estelle Getty in this. She she was not happy every time she came on screen. It, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, she's very annoying, mate. But in one plus point in this film, he, he Stallone does get his bum out. There's a shower scene. There is a shower this, scene. Yeah. In this PG rated movie, he still found a way to get his. He must have been. He's very proud of his ass. You should, that's a question you should have asked him. Like you've got oh, your bum out. So many films. Are you are you particularly proud of it? Show us it. Missed opportunity. Get I your was, Oh, I was too busy sniffing his face when I put my arm around him to ask him. <laughs> How did he smell? He smelled. He smelled lovely, mate. He did. Um, oh my god, what a weird thing to talk about. <laughs> no, he, no, he did. Like... He did. Uh, yeah, he smelled very pleasant indeed. Um, yeah, he did. I can't. I was trying to come up with, um, you know, when you get wine tasters giving, you know, whatever <laughs> notes of caramel and this, that and the other. Um, once again, my mind just deviates into Italian sausage. So, but he didn't smell of Italian sausage. <laughs> he, he, smelled, he smelled a lot nicer than that. Uh, yeah, because, of course, he can he can afford the best sort oh, yeah. of, you know, cologne. These are questions that need answering. So. Yeah. Oh, if I only had asked him some sort of bum question. Damn it. Oh, well, next time. Yeah, I've met another credit card so you can ask him why he gets his bum out. So many, <laughs> or did. Or if he ever will in the future. So how did, he, how did he find, like, this film, like, there's a few bits that do make me laugh in it. Like, I like that, you know, like, obviously it's a bad film, that's our bread and butter. Hmm. So that aspect, I enjoy it. But obviously I'm well aware this film sucks. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I mean... I mean, it's directed by Roger Spottiswood, isn't it? And he'd come off the back of Turner and Hooch and Air America yeah. to mention just two that he'd done previously, which are both good films, you know. And you can see, you can see why they picked him as a director. But it, it's just 
very pedestrian in the way that it is directed. I mean, it starts with an action scene with a shootout because Stallone's a cop. Yeah. And to try and lull you into this false sense of security that, oh, here we go, it's another Sly film, is, you know, shooting, it's going to be some good, some good action in this. Uh, and then there isn't. But that action scene, even that, isn't, it's not filmed well. It just looks a bit shit, to be honest with you. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, the. I really can't think of that many positives to try and pull from it. Like you said, Estelle Getty is so fucking annoying in it that it just goes, you know, beyond belief. Um, I think we laughed twice watching it, like a genuine laugh. And I think the first time Tina went, oh, my God, I've just laughed. Uh, <laughs> completely unexpected after what we've been watching previously. Uh and it's such a shame. I think, like, Sly now realises that where his where his niche is, where his genre is, and, you know, he's the action guy, and that's what he's good at. And that's, you know, what he seems to be sticking at. But it did seem for a period, because Arnie did it, and, you know, they've got this battle between them both. You know, Arnie's done a comedy film, and that went well. So, yeah, I'll do a comedy film. It was trying it, and it just, unfortunately, the right script and right director, and nothing ever sort of fell as it should have done because I think Sly could do a decent comedy film uh, I mean we mentioned Rhinestone and I think that Rhinestone's a far better film than yeah, this uh, you know and I do genuinely enjoy Rhinestone and it makes me laugh whereas this is just awful in in every respect um, yeah I am sat here racking my brains trying to think of something positive to say about it and I can't think of anything. Apart from it. It's 80 minutes long. Well, there you go then, yeah. I'd say that is the best thing about it, even though it seems like it's 180 minutes long. And um, he literally does say the line, stop or my mum will shoot. Yeah, that's you good. Wouldn't think it, you wouldn't think it possibly could get in there. <laughs> Some, but somehow... He does. Yeah, he says it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I think. And you see him in a nappy, so you must have got something out oh there. Oh my god! Yeah, if, if nobody's ever seen that, just I mean, just type into Google or whatever. Just Stallone nappy, and I'm sure that image will come up. You'll come. You'll probably come across some of your fan fiction as well. <laughs> Thank God! After this, he went on to do like Cliffhanger and Demolition Man. Yeah, it's just like all right. We I need to find some good scripts. Yeah, and he did. You know, and he, that was, I mean, because his career has been such a roller coaster of ups and downs. I think, yeah, I think, you know, like Judge Dredd and like Get Carter and I like Driven. Daylight, I love Daylight. I think that's Yeah, crazy. but those, those three I just mentioned, like, you know, they're seen as low points, but I don't think there was ever as low a point as Stop on My Mum Will Shoot in terms of quality. Like, I'm not a fan of some of those films, but. Well, at least it's not as bad as this. Oh no, not for anything that he had the lead in. I mean, Spy Kids three is his. What he does in that is just still makes me cringe. But as a you know, as a lead in a film, yeah, completely agree, mate. Mm. Yeah. Would you watch this again? 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 It wouldn't surprise me if I never watched it again. It really wouldn't. Really? Un yeah, unless uh, you know, at some point in my life, and I think right, I'm. I'm for one last time, I'm going to go through every single Sly film. Well, then I would. Um, but yeah, 
I wouldn't do them in chronological order. I'd probably save this till last and hope I'd pop my clogs before I got to this one. <laughs> That's a spirit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably would watch this again. Um, because, and then I would just be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is bad, isn't yeah. it? Because like, I always go to these sort of ones like, oh, yeah, this film shit. Yeah, I'll watch this. And then some of them just like, oh, yeah, this is legitimately terrible. Yeah, because you do, you know, we do both like shit films. Yeah. But good shit films. This is a shit, shit film. Yep. Yes. So, no, I don't think I would rewatch it, mate. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Well, we'll we will by the time uh, we get to the next show. Like I said, you're going to be sat here recording it with me. We will not be in Stallone month anymore. We will be uh-huh. into October, traditionally the time of uh, of horror, spooky things. So we're we're going to stick to that for our picks, aren't we, for the next episode? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's your first time watch pick. So what are you going to go for? Yeah, well, I was a bit worried because I was just like, I suggested to you, yeah, we'll do October, horror month, horror films. Um, and then I was just like, oh shit, it's my first time pick and I've got to try and find a film, that Dave, an 80s related horror film that Dave's never seen before. <laughs> and um, thanks to Prime. Um, oh, and, bloody Prime uh, comes up again. Quite quickly, and I think it's a trauma as well. Yeah. Um, in the blurb I sent you, it mentioned, yeah, it's Trauma. And, um, yeah, it's from 1989, and it's called Beware, Children at Play. I'm sure. I am sure I have never seen this. It does surprise me that it's a trauma yeah. film that I haven't seen. But, no, from, you know, what you sent to me, I had a look, I just didn't recognise anything about it. So, yeah. Hmm... Amazon Prime, you can't beat it, mate, for some hidden hidden gems, can you? Yeah, it really comes through when you need it. It does. Oh, well, for my rewatch pick, I'm picking the sequel to a film that I think, well, I would hope that everybody listening to this has watched, Psycho. Uh, but not a lot of people have seen the sequels to Psycho. Whoa. So, yeah, I'm picking Psycho 2 from 1983. And I think I'm right in saying again, this could be another one. I think I don't think Tina's ever seen it, so could be interesting. Sat with her watching it too. Um, again, wow, we're going back to VHS days. I'd probably say late '80s. The last time I'd watched it, so 30 years ago on VHS, and I, I honestly can't remember a thing about it, mate. Well, I watched it like either the start of this year, or actually, I'll tell you the date thanks to Letterboxd. Oh. I can just bash it in. Hold on. <laughs> I've got a feeling it was more... Oh, shit. I've just ended up on Rambo Last Blood. That's no good. <laughs> that. How did you end up on Rambo Last Blood when you searched for Psycho 2? I on the box page and clicked. Ah. Psycho 2. When did I last watch that? Yeah, when did you last watch it? Like I said, it's definitely about 30 years for me. It's a bit slow sometimes, box. Come on. Oh, that's no good. This, this is where you, this is where you need pen and paper and your old trusty book that you used to have, mate. Well, I've still got it, but like this, this will like literally, legitimately. It will give you more facts and figures than you put into your book. When did I? When did I? Oh, that's a button that's. I'm not going. This isn't going to happen. It's not going to work, is it? It's just not going to work. Oh, August last year. 
Oh, okay. So August the 8th. Wow. Oh, so that's far longer than I thought. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So it's quite it's quite fresh in your mind then, obviously. Well, not Ish. as much as I thought it would be. It's been over a year. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't answer any questions about it. I really can't remember a thing. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that as a rewatch. Yeah, no, be good. Good to mm. uh, rewatch. Yeah, and of course we'll be uh, we'll be talking about the films together. Oh yeah, yes, back next in Wales. Yeah, big big episode next month, uh, as well as talking about the films. We're going to the uh, for the love of horror event in Manchester, the big Lost Boys event going on. We'll have lots to talk about about that, mate, won't we? A lot, a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Uh, right, I think I think that's it again, isn't it? I think we're done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, usual things, website, 60minuteswith.co.uk, news, reviews, podcasts, everything on there, as well as a contact us form. Uh, email us direct, contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. We're on Twitter and Instagram at 60minuteswith. We have a Reddit community, 60 Minutes With Podcast. Uh, that's a really good place. You can leave feedback, comments, questions about each of the shows that we do. Uh, and please do that. Uh, the World Tour page on our website please get involved in that uh there's it's an easy way that you can do it just go to the website click on the world tour we had a picture from norway today oh, <laughs> our world awesome. tour has, has branched out to norway we had one added in belgium a few days ago uh, nice. but yeah no matter where you are wherever you listen to us if there's something interesting just go to that world tour page and please please send us a picture let me know where it is and i'll add it to that that'd be really cool i'm looking forward to getting more more pictures on there and f and filling in that world map it's really good looking at that yeah yeah, yeah. Definitely. and yeah and that's it for the end of another show and don't you dare just go by quickly like you did last month and then leave me hanging you sod uh, <laughs> this day's still as we record uh what date is it today the 20th of september there's still quite a few days left a stallone month i'll put some yeah. more put some more pictures up on our Instagram, so make sure there's there's a good reason to have a look at that, and yeah, and then we will move over into our horror month. And like cool. we said at the beginning of this, and teased, oh, we've got such a show to release on Halloween. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to recording the uh, specifically the intro with you, because you're going to be sat here with me for that. That's, yes, that's, yes. Yeah, that's that's going to be fun. I think. Mm -hmm. Right then, let's let's bugger off. What's your evening consist of now, mate, as we finish this episode? I'm going to have something to eat, mm -hmm. and um, I might watch that uh, Between Two Ferns uh, movie that's just gone on Netflix today. <gasps> I didn't know we'd gone online today. Right, that's tonight's viewing sorted as well here. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching watching like the, the online series of that, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully the film I've heard, well, the only thing I heard was a thing that said it's peak Zach Galifianakis, so... Nice. That'll do. Good. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll do. Right, well, looking forward to meeting you in just a few uh, weeks, mate, recording October's show with you. Buggering oh, yes. off, off to Manchester for this, uh, for the love of horror. It's going to be a packed weekend and plenty to talk about in the next show. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. yeah. Right then, let's, let's bugger off and watch uh, Between Two Ferns then, shall we? Yes, and before and, and as to sign off, I will just repeat one final time, Dave. You met Stallone. <gasps> I still haven't washed. I still haven't washed <laughs> my right hand that I shook hands oh my with gosh, him. None of you. And um, 
Well, there you go. If Go to our website and go to the um, Meet the Team page because I changed my picture on my blurb and you'll find out all about my tuxedo jacket and what's on there and what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> that company like you ended it from, I'm just going to have to burn it. <laughs> it's not good anymore. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, yes, I have. I've met him. I've touched him. And I've got my picture taken with him. Ah, my time here is done. <laughs> All right, good to talk you with you here as always, mate. And um, yeah, we will be back very soon with the October show. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.